Hypocrisy's the best policy. Wish for change, but lazily. Century of debilitation. Your evolution is a damnation. You know what that music means. What's going on, everybody? It's your boy Trav, aka 5 Minute Major, and welcome to Season 4 of HV Pucks. I'm proud to say this is the only independent outlet dedicated to covering the sport of hockey in our region. What separates me from the mainstream is that you do not need a newspaper or cable TV subscription to access my content. It is 100% free and available on Google Play iTunes, SoundCloud, and Stitcher. HV Pucks is underwritten by the healthcare law firm of Einiger & Associates, specifically managing partner Scott Einiger, to promote youth sports and various health initiatives in our local communities. And before we drop the puck on this week's episode, let's take a quick break, and we'll be right back after this. Uh, hello there, uh, this is uh, Happy Gilmore, and uh, you're listening to the HV Pucks Podcast, available for free download on Google Play, iTunes, SoundCloud, and Stitcher. Now back to the show. One of the things I enjoy the most about hosting this podcast is when I get to sit down with players, coaches, parents, and fans to talk pucks. This week's In the Box segment is sponsored by the Ice Hutch, located at 655 Garden Avenue in Mount Vernon, New York. Founded in 1997, the Ice Hutch serves the skating community all year round by offering lessons for all levels, weekly public skating, figure skating, and hockey sessions. The Ice Hutch also features hockey leagues in the spring and fall each year for players seeking a highly competitive experience. Give them a call today at 914-699-6787 or check them out online anytime at www.icehutch.com. Hey, what's going on, everybody? It's your boy, Trav, a.k.a. 5-Minute Major, and I'm hanging with my man, John Viteri. He is co-head coach of the Brewster Yorktown Somers North Salem Bisons. He is a veteran uh, of the podcast. This is his third appearance, I believe, and he's a good friend of the show. Coach, thanks so much for coming on. It's great to have you back. Thanks. It's glad to be back. Um, Let's get right into it. Can you describe your team in five words or less? Uh, large would be one of them. <laughs> okay. Uh, we definitely have a large team this year. Uh, definitely. Uh, we got different sizes, shapes. You know, we got a lot of characters on the team. Um, I think we have a hardworking team. We're just trying to figure ourselves out right now. Okay. What excites you the most? This sounds like an obvious question, you know, because I know you were coaching at Somers North Salem. They didn't have a team last year. They didn't have a season. So, But what excites you the most about this team right now? Our youth. We are a young team. Um, we, we bring a lot of uh, skill levels in di- many different areas. Um, it's just... Uh, right now we're just trying to, we're trying to put it all together so that we get the cars rolling in the right direction. Um, 
Yeah, I actually got to see you guys at the Guy Matthews tourney. And again, it's a young team. Uh, like you said, you've got a lot of different you know skill sets. But uh, it will all come together as the season rolls along. Any surprises uh, as far as you know players that have maybe jumped out? Yeah, I mean we have uh, we put a line together that I actually just named tonight the uh, Ghostbuster line. Uh, they wear white during practice. They're the white line, and uh, it, it's it's a couple of young kids. It's actually um, uh, Carson Bruno, Jonathan Graham, and uh, Thomas Eberhardt. But they are all first year varsity players, mm-hmm. even though they're tenth and eleventh graders because they didn't have the team last year. They might have played, but they have uh, definitely stepped up and been one of our top producers on our uh, on our forward lines. Nice. Uh, in addition to those three, is there anybody else that we should watch or, or keep an eye out for on the squad? Yeah, we got uh, a returning player from uh, Brewster, Frank, Frankie uh, Vigliotti, yep. and uh, a, a, a nice gentleman, big kid, uh, Saba. I'm going to butcher his last name, but uh, he's from Yorktown. He's Saba. We just go, I call him a Saba because I'm going to destroy his last name that's okay i'm sure he's gonna know who you're talking about (laughs) coach biggest game of the season uh it's always gonna be the next game of the season for us okay um we got clarkstown clarkstown coming up next week back to back wednesday and thursday wednesday and friday okay um but you know we always have we always have fun coming back playing at home uh you know brewster's uh Mayapak's going to be a big game for us. We saw them in the Guy Matthews tournament. Uh, Carmel will be a nice game for us. And then going to see John Jay again will always be a big game for us. They, uh, they're they a very good competition for all of us. Uh, outside of Brewster Ice Arena, what's the toughest rink to play in? The toughest rink to play in, to be honest with you, is always going to be the Ice Hutch. Okay. Uh, whether, you know, playing down there, it's, you know, they're, they're playing them. You're always going to play Pelham when you're playing down there. Yeah. Um, you know, Eddie does a nice job with his programs. Those kids come to play. It's very loud. It's very close. It's warm. It's a warm rink. Yep. Um, so, you know, we're going from a nice cold rink up in Brewster and then going down there. It's a warm rink. It's tough for those kids to get those the lungs and, you know, their feet underneath them. So, um, definitely the Ice Hutch. Okay, Ice Hutch. Uh, favorite tournament uh, to play in? I think I know the answer to this one. Well, I mean, we we we're in the Guy Matthews tournament, so yep. that was the first time for for me being in that tournament. Uh, it was definitely cool. It was fortunately it was cut a little short because of weather yep. going into the final game. But I, you know, I think it has meaning behind it and everything outside of just the tournament itself and who you're playing for and what's going on. You know, it's a good way to start off the season. Absolutely, that's how I start off my coverage every year. And uh, Guy Matthews was actually my cousin. He was a guidance mm-hmm. counselor at White Plains High School, so you know it certainly holds a special place in in our family as well. Um, yep. Coach, what do you look for in a hockey player? Somebody that's dedicated, that works hard, and uh, that's open to you know flexi- being flexible. Um, hockey players are not, you know, it's not a pitcher in baseball. You got to go out. You got to be able to know all three lines in the forward and be able to also play defensively, a defensive minded game as well. Um, so you got to be able to go out there, be flexible, work hard, and uh, and have fun doing it, all that as well. Yeah. What makes a successful hockey coach? What makes a successful hockey coach? Um, I think it's dedicate, you know, dedication, putting in the time, um, and definitely re- relating to the kids. That's the most important part. I think that's for me this year coming in as a 
as a coach that's combining with now Brewster and Yorktown, I want to get to know my kids. I want to know what they're doing, not only on the ice during practice, during games, how they are off the ice. I think that relationship that you have with those kids will go further than just hockey itself. Um, making them, you know, stand, stand up young men and women. Yeah, absolutely. I know you're in the field of education as I am. And that's, you know, obviously one of the reasons why I got into this is because I want to help young people become their best. Um, mm-hmm. Favorite memory or moment as a coach so far? And we could even go back to your days just as the Somers North Salem coach, if you want. Yeah, I mean, going back, I mean, there's many memories. Uh, you know, there's there's the bittersweet memories of going down to see Pelham down at the ice hutch and losing to them, but then moving on to going and winning a state championship. Um, I think probably one of the most exciting games that I've ever that I've been a part of was back when we were, it was probably my first year coaching. Uh, Mayapak had a very strong team, and we ended up actually winning in overtime hmm. with a late goal going down. Nice. Uh, I think it was my first year coaching. Awesome. Uh, Awesome. It was definitely it was a fun game. For sure, for sure. What's the the biggest challenge you face as a coach, especially now that you've got this co-op situation between Brewster, Yorktown, and Somers North Salem? Um, everybody thinks that you know you're communicating with four schools. Um, it, it actually communication would be the toughest part, but it's actually made a lot easier through like social media, and we use this Sports U app, which is now like Section One wide where we're able to communicate with all the kids um, and just kind of getting everybody on the same page because, uh, you know, that's, that's, it's hard because now it's, you know, you're not just reaching out to one school or one AD or, you know, one set of parents, you're reaching out to four set of parents now. Right. Right. Um, what advice would you give someone who's interested in coaching? <laughs> find, find somebody that, you know, find somebody that you have the same passion with and same mindset and kind of just, watch them as a coach, see how they work with the kids on and off the ice and uh, try to soak up as much as you can. Uh, you know, the game has changed a lot from when the days of when I played, and, yep. you know, I'm not that, I'm not that old, right. but you know, I'm not that young either, but it's changed <laughs> a lot. <laughs> uh, and speaking of that, I know you played the game and you've been around it for a long time as a coach. Can you describe the state of hockey in section one? Um, I think it, Section hockey, section one hockey, is um, it, it, it's definitely the powerhouse. I think I would say probably within the state, yeah, one of the powerhouses. I think we've produced a lot of uh, very good hockey players, whether it be within the section itself, the kids that move on that go into playing, you know, juniors and whatnot. And we've had our fair fair share of you know professional hockey players that played whether they played at Division One or moving on to the professional hockey level. Um, I think. We have the uh, we have the talent within our section, and it's uh, it's very competitive and it's it's fun. Yeah, I would agree. I mean, I never played the game, but I've been around it a long time. You know, growing up and suffering, and certainly through the podcast. You know, just in talking to other players, and you know, Ed Witch, You mentioned his name before at the Ice Hutch and everything. He has a twenty-one team tournament, and you know, this weekend, I want to say seven teams are coming down from the Buffalo, Rochester area. Messina's coming down too. You know, that never happened. You know, back when I was in high school. I'm not sure if it happened when you were in high school either. No, the, you know, those... I mean, that's that was, uh, and that's. That has a lot to say with, you know, the respect that the other teams have for now Section 1, they, that they're actually coming down to travel. And we used to have to go up and play them. Right. You know, because now they're actually coming down and want to play us. 
um, well, not, not necessarily us in general, but it's us in section one. Sure. Because we are now going up when we actually go into, when we move on, those teams that move on, the Sufferings, the Mayapak, you know, the Mamarinics, whoever it is, Scarsdale. Scarsdale's got a solid team this year. Yeah. Um, and they want to prepare for us. So it's almost like roles have changed. You know, in, in the three years that I've been doing my show, the first year it was Mamaronek and Pelham. The following year it was North Rockland, John J. Cross River, and last year it was Suffern, John J. Cross River. So the last three years that I've gone up to the tournament, we've got uh, two teams representing Section 1, and I hope that that remains to be the case uh, this coming year. I know, yep. th- I, I, think, I, I know the answer to one of these questions, but I'm going to ask it anyway. Favorite professional hockey player, past or present? Oh. Now, now you're gonna, you, you know, I've been on here a couple of times. You asked me that question. Now yeah. I gotta, now I have to try and remember. But um, <laughs> definitely the one that sticks out is Adam Graves. I mean, okay. just the fact of the player that he was on the ice and who he is off the ice it makes him even an even better hockey player. Um, he's he, you know, you look at hockey players and everybody's like, oh, these guys are tough and rugged and all this other stuff. They do more than I feel like they do more for kids and you know off ice stuff than anybody else they're the most approachable people out there but i think adam graves is just definitely a stand-up guy and one of my favorite hockey players back yeah you can't go wrong with that you know i've I've had the good fortune several times to meet him whether it's at brewster ice arena or at sportorama or another rink in the area you know he does so much with you know the rangers alumni and he does so much in terms of fundraising and just you know being the ultimate ambassador uh, for this great sport i know your favorite professional team is the rangers so i'm just going to kind of pick your brain if i could in terms of where you see the team at this point i know it's supposed to be a rebuilding season we've got a lot of young guys on this team what are your thoughts at this point i think it's i think it worry you know they they did the fans the right thing by kind of sending out the note i think it was last year and the year before or the, even this year and just being like you know don't don't expect us to come in and you know go into the stanley cup this year we're in the state of you know dan quinn is out there doing what he has to do he's going to get his guys underneath them and i think it's fun to actually you know, see the youth that's coming up now. Um, you know, we still have some veteran players. Uh, Zabanichak is now a veteran player. Yeah. I mean, Hank, Hank is the rock right now. But, you know, you're also seeing the, the goalies that are coming behind them and everything that's going on within the program. Um, New York, New York sports are not the most stellar thing right now, but yeah. the Rangers are at least moving in the right direction, doing yeah. the right things. Yeah, and I always say I'd rather see a young kid make a mistake because they're hustling and trying to do too much, as opposed to a fat cat veteran, you know, making a mistake because the game has just passed them by. So it, it really does look like the Rangers are moving in the right direction in terms of you know the right influx of youth uh, combined with veteran experience. So last yep. question for you. Um, if John Viteri wasn't a hockey coach, he'd be a fill in the blank. Oh, it, uh, uh, if he wasn't a hockey coach, yeah. Well, John, John Viteri wears a lot of hats. Um, I'm a father. I'm a, I'm a husband, and uh, I'm a school teacher. Okay. So, um, if I wasn't any of those. Uh, I'd probably be a firefighter like my father. Oh, nice. I, I feel like I missed that calling okay. a while ago, but that's okay. 
Yeah, I like, like where I'm at. Listen, I love that answer, and I like where you're at, too. I've been fortunate enough to chat with John Viteri. He is the co-head coach of the Brewster Yorktown Somers North Salem Bisons. Uh, it, I'm super excited to, to see that you're back in the coaching game because I know last year was tough you know, with Somers not having a program. Coach, best of luck to you the rest of the season, and I know you mentioned you've got uh, kind of a home-at-home going on with Clarkstown next week. I'm, I'm hoping to come out. That Friday game, is that a Brewster? I believe so, yeah. Okay, so I'm going to hopefully uh, get my way uh, on 84 and uh, come over and uh, check that game out. All right? All righty. Sounds good. Thanks hey, a lot. Uh, listen, Thanks my pleasure. Me. Yo, absolutely. You're welcome anytime. This is your boy, Trav, and you're listening to HV Pucks. As the horn sounds on this episode of HV Pucks, I want to thank my family for their never-ending love, support, patience, and understanding over the next few months as I embark on another exciting hockey season. I love to interact with my followers and fans, and you can always find me on Twitter at TravJax71 and on Instagram at 5 underscore min underscore major. And if you like the music you've heard throughout the show, be sure to check out the full-length album, Out of Time, by Fracture, which is available on iTunes, Spotify, and SoundCloud. The album maintains the same high level of energy as their debut 2015 EP, Broken Walls. You can also find them on Twitter at Fracture underscore band, on Instagram at Fracture Official, and Fracture Band Official on Facebook. The 2020 New York State All-Hair team is looking to complete its roster, so use the hashtag New York State Puck Flow to nominate your favorite high school player and or coach. Winners will receive a custom t-shirt courtesy of Dangle Sauce Sports. Attention all Section 1 players, coaches, parents, and fans. Peck's Skate Shop is looking for nominees for their Plays of the Month contest. Post your video on Instagram and tag at Peck's Skate Shop and use the hashtag Peck's Plays of the Month to enter. Each month, one winner will be selected to receive a Peck's Skate Shop gift card. I'd also like to give special thank you to the healthcare law firm of Einiger and Associates, specifically managing partner Scott Einiger, for underwriting season four of HV Pucks. Your continued support is greatly appreciated. This is your boy Trav, aka 5-Minute Major, and I'll see you at the rink. <laughs>